When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Summer Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We've been talking cricket all morning and where David Warner sits in test history, who the legends are of the sport, who should open the batting, and who better to talk to about all of that from the SEN commentary team, the bowlologist, the legend himself, Damien Fleming. Good morning, Flem. Yeah, g'day, uh, uh, Copes. I, I, um, I don't know if I can talk about opening the batting. I, I batted number nine in Test cricket. <laughs> hey, you're still an expert, mate. It, it just like it... Copes has been talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. I have. I've been what talking about highest, it. What was your highest? What was your Test score, Copes? Uh, I don't even remember. It was in the twenties, but I've been told all summer actually that when I do packages on the analysis on, say, Alex Carey or anyone else, uh, you average thirteen with about what would you know? So maybe I should shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I remember passing twenty about seven or eight times. That was, you know, at the, it, a bit of a highlight at the time. Thinking that Copes won't get past his score, um, <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, there's still plenty of intrigue, isn't there? Um, with the opening batting, you've sort of gone through the um, specialist openers, and then. We're sort of going where the Marnus will go up and he wasn't keen. It was almost like we were just going down the order and Stephen Smith was the last name that hadn't been thrown up. But a bit of intrigue, isn't it, that he actually had gone to um, the coaching staff and put his hand up. Um, I wouldn't begrudge if they went one of the specialist openers. Um, you know, I think Bancroft, Renshaw and uh, Harris, the one thing I've loved about them all is when they've been dropped from the Australian team, they've gone out and scored a mountain of runs in shield cricket. Um, they're all a bit different. I think Bancroft's improved. Um, certainly his bat playing, which used to come from gully to mid on, um, where test bowlers with the new ball were going, well, we can bowl him in, inside the gate or, or get the outside edge. That bat playing looks a lot straighter. He's the best fielder of the three, isn't he? Um, Renshaw's the youngest. Marcus Harris is probably if he doesn't get the gig, the unluckiest because he's been around the squad. But um, yeah, so it looks like there's been a bit of bit of mountain of promotion, and um, I think the bottom line is they want to get Cam Green into the top six, don't they? Um, so what, how's the easiest way of doing that? And, and Stephen Smith going up to open, giving him a challenge, uh, maybe that easiest option. Just going back a, a little bit um, to David Warner and just how his career uh, ended up, it really was the perfect finish, wasn't it? I mean, a half century and just to have um, the SCG embrace him like he has. You couldn't you couldn't really ask for a, a better send-off, could you? 
No, I mean, when he called it, you know, it was a very brave decision that he'd love to go out at, in, in his home ground, the SCG. Um, you look at the stats and, you know, we're not going to be able to replace someone like that. You know, he averaged so high in um, test match career, but that strike rate of, of, of 70, you know, just accelerated test matches, took um, control of test matches in the first hour of the first session. So... Um, you know, we're just not going to be able to ever replace that. I thought he did the one percenters as good as I've seen any batter. The running between the wickets, his fielding and um, catching in the slips, but he's chasing in the outfield. So, you know, when they're looking at replacing another opener, they don't want to drop the, the fielding standards either. Um, you want to make sure that, that you're keeping that, you know, coach, you know, as a bowler, you can feel the fielding pressure when you've got the ball in hand, and, and it does give you a lot of confidence. But, no, Warner, saw him in the under-19s. I was obviously Aussie under-19 coach when I was coaching at the Cricket Academy. Uh, Middle-order player, bold handy leg spin. He was the best spinner in the car, uh, best fielder in the carnival. Um, but just look at him back when he was 17, 18, to think that he could have the career he had. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have been betting on that to happen. But, um, no, he can look back as... He got everything out of himself at test level and 50-over cricket. And let's hope he finishes with a, a T20 World Cup title. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, 22nd on the all-time run scorers list in test history. Fifth all-time for Australia. Uh, 112 test matches. A hell of a career. What about the pride that you feel when we talk about a fast bowler captaining his country, winning every tournament and trophy that there is, and now he's just... Player of the series, 19 wickets, three consecutive fifers. How good. A fast bowler leading the way, Flem. Pat Cummins. Yeah, it is. it's still I'm a bit emotional as you as you <laughs> as you read that because the two long, you know, fast bowlers were treated like second class citizens. <laughs> you know, the batsmen question our intelligence. And finally we've got a highly intelligent, high emotional IQ test captain for Australia. And you think of the great Fast bowlers that didn't get to captain our country because you know we we were we were pushed aside for batsmen. You think of guys like Merv Hughes, um, <laughs> Dougie Bollinger. You know what what could Dougie have done captain in the country? Imagine at the toss, he'd be in their head at the toss. Um, but no, it's been unbelievable. I mean, to to have that finally have the opportunity. There's no doubt the great Richie Benno as a leg spinning um, captain. You know, you hear stories when the when the pitch is turning. He grabbed the ball and turned test matches. Probably more significant this year, this summer. I think there's been a, a melding of Pat Cummins, the great fast bowler, and also now an experienced captain. I think he captained better this summer, where he he re- read the moment when he needed to grab the ball and change momentum, and it, which he did so often. And then also, I just think his field placements, his control of the team um, was, was excellent. So, you know, I really look forward to just seeing, you know, how far that can go. You know, I don't, you know, you just keep thinking, can he get any better as a fast bowler? And and he actually said he reckons that's the best he ever bowled um, during the Boxing Day test. You're going, wow, he's getting better. Um, but it's that captaincy, the culture set. Um, you know, this is a very enjoyable Australian team to, to watch. And I think, you know, Pat Cummins, McDonald and the, and the coaching staff can take a lot of credit for that. 
Well, there's a lot of uh, talk leading up to the um, the Crick season, just about how the touring teams would go and perhaps a few concerns. And then Pakistan come out and they performed brilliantly. It was a highly entertaining series. What about the West Indies? Are we underestimating them a little bit? Yeah, just to focus on Pac, I, I loved what Pakistan provided. I, I just mm. thought for them to be competitive, I never thought they'd win a test match. I would have thought their two superstars, Barbara Zan and Sean Afridi, the left arm quick, if they dominate and they get handy contributions, you know, they, they could be really competitive. Well, that, that didn't play out and they were still super competitive. They could have won at Boxing Day. Um, you know, they weren't out of it at the SCG, and, and the first innings in Perth was, was was excellent. So that gives me hope that we keep talking about the big three, India, England, um, and Australia. Um, you know, Pakistan, if they could play more Test match cricket, they're, they're, they're right up there. You know, that's as competitive touring team that we've had here for, for a long time, really probably since the Indian teams have come over. England haven't been as competitive as Pakistan, have they, in the last couple of tours? Um, the, the one positive, I think, for the West Indies is, well, certainly the expectations really low, is that, you know, they've picked six or seven deputants. Um, once again, I think, you know, Joseph and Bradshaw and these guys will have to, to, to I think, will have to be have strong couple of tests for them to be competitive. Um, but I hopefully they unearth some test uh, potential stars like we saw from Jamal. Um, I thought Salman yeah. looks a very good all-round cricketer. Uh, Ayoub, the young opening batsman from Pakistan, in hindsight, wish I'd seen him earlier in the tournament. Um, and maybe Pakistan, part of their um, performance, I, I don't know if he's the coach that well, but I thought Masood, uh, very calm on the field as yeah. captain, probably suited to batting five, not three, technically. Yeah. Uh, but he said, we, we have to get 20 wickets, which they did, and we've got to score quicker. So that's why he changed Imam Al-Haq for Ayub with a strike rate of 70. So let's hope they unearth, I don't know who it is, but let's hope they unearth two or three guys that, that really show their, their test match class, the West Indies. A little earlier, Flem, you mentioned that you coached Davey Warner in the Aussie 19s. We just had a text come in from Craig. You said, did Flem just quietly take credit for his coaching of Davey Warner and his, therefore, success after that? Happy with that? Yep, yeah. And <laughs> while you're there, was that Craig? While you're there, Craig, what, what about Usman Kawaja? He was in that under-19 Flem, you are you just created an era. Credit. Craig's got it wrong. Though. Um, he said, did Aaron Finch quietly. He didn't do it quietly. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you think? What? What about Moses Henriquez? Yeah, mate. The big Mo. We are so <laughs> thankful was he at for 17, all of you. Yeah, mate. You have just given us so much to watch over the years. Thanks so much, <laughs> and and thanks while we're on it. Thanks so much for giving us your morning this morning, mate. You've been brilliant, Flemmer. I'm trying to think of someone else. I'll touch you later on. Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. Oh, good on you, Flem. We're here for Bing Lee. Better living every day.